You're listening to Rooster Teeth Podcast number 554. If you hear something you would like to see from this episode, visit first.roosterteeth.com. Just a bunch hey of everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by MeUndies, Hymns, and Squarespace. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gavin. Blaine is drinking, and I'm burning. <laughs> I'm Blaine. And I'm also Gus. You know, I, I know it was unexpected, Blaine. We never go through that yeah. routine every Did time. you hope your timing was going to work out on that? No, it was fine. So, I I had someone spill an entire bottle of water on me yesterday. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, did was you know this person? No, no. It was a stranger on a plane. They, uh... So, I'm sitting on the plane, right? The, the, the flight attendant comes by, and she's asking whatever wants to drink. She gets to me, and I look up to talk to her, and I see there's a drop of water on the... <gasps> On the thing above me, and I look at it, and she sees me looking at it. And goes, she says, "Oh, that's condensation." And I go, "Yeah, I know." And I go to wipe it away before it drips on me. And as soon as I touch it, this torrent of water pours down my arm, and then like all into my lap and my crotch. Oh. So I was just held by it the was just being held tension. by service tension, and I touched it, and it all just came pouring down. Like I jump up out of my seat, and the flight attendant looks at me, and goes, "That's not condensation." <laughs> and I go, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> So then we have to like open You're up You're like the guy who knows everything <laughs> <laughs> We have to open up the, uh, the overhead compartment wet. And it's just like a lake in there There's just water On all the carry-on bags? Like in all, uh, the, all the bottom The whole compartment's just filled with water That's bitch. not so good So I'm like fuck So then you know I pull my bag out And then you know the flight attendant and I are pulling everyone's bags out And we're like we're, we're, I'm helping her clean the whole thing we're, we're sopping up all this water And I'm going through asking everyone I can see It's like it looks like all the water's coming from that backpack right there Yeah So I go to that backpack and the guy under it And I go is that your backpack right above you? He goes, no. I go, the backpack right above you, that's not yours. He goes, I go, no. He goes, is that anybody's backpack? Nobody. Okay. <laughs> you're so, like a gladiator, like, challenging anyone? <laughs> no, you're like, you, you would do that, though. You would leave your backpack on that plane. If it was you, that backpack's a loss. Yeah. No so way. The, we, we, we pulled every, get him a beer. Blank, him beer. We oh, pulled sure. everyone's bags out. Uh, nobody, everyone's like, no, we don't have water in our bag. Then finally that guy who I asked, is that your bag? He grabs that backpack that he says wasn't his. And uh, I go, oh, that is your bag? He goes, yeah, I got a water bottle in there. So he just and was it was like a water lie. bottle like that one that you're drinking out of. Just oh, like, wow. Like not even like a real water, but like something that he had. He That's had like a one himself. liter of water. Right. And uh, he, he pulls it out of his bag and it's like, it's got like a tiny little bit of water left in it. <laughs> and I'm wearing the rest of it. And I go, oh, so it was you. And he goes, yeah. And then he turns to the people behind him, not me. I was two rows behind him. He turns to the people behind him while I'm there. He goes, to them, sorry. And I'm like. Why would he apologize to people who weren't affected? Yeah, he, people who were unaffected at all, and I'm wearing a liter of water <laughs> of his. Well, I probably felt you were an official since you were leading this investigation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the whole, re- the whole rest of the flight, the flight attendant gave me a blanket. She's like, here, this way, if it keeps dripping on you, it won't hit you. And the whole rest of the flight, it was just like, the occasional drip, 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 drip on me. It's like I had a fucking soggy blanket on top so of my annoying. wet crotch. What the, were you hoping for here? You find the guy in what? I just want to know what it was. Oh, you just want to know it wasn't like right, like that it wasn't something else. And then one of the people's, one of the other people who was sitting there was like, "Smells like wine to me." I'm like, "It's not wine, dude. It's water." <laughs> <laughs> well, if you knew it was water, just, then why do you want to know what it is? So unhelpful. But I wanted to know whose it was. I was saying it's a water bottle. Do you have water to find out who the fuck it was? So what do you want to know? Whose it was or what it was? Both. Okay. When you, you knew it wasn't both? wine. I knew it wasn't wine. There's a million other liquids it could have been. <laughs> but you Why ask, is there an inquisition on me now wine? when I just got water spilled on me? Question, Jesus wasn't on the flight. You ask the question, like, what is this? The guy next to you goes, wine. You're like, dude, it's not fucking wine. It's like, well, then don't ask the guy what it is. I didn't ask him what it was. He said it smelled like wine. Unprompted. Maybe maybe you smell like wine once you get wet. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's someone different 
said it smelled like wine. Right. Some other like person on the Someone other side, third in. party of the row. <laughs> Guy from first class smells like wine. He takes a sip of wine. It's uh, bad luck, dude. I like the idea of being covered in wine, and you're like, hmm, smells like wine. Oh, that's what that smells. <laughs> Everyone knows what wine smells like. <laughs> It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was not a, not so a comfortable flight. On these flights, did you have any delays or any I flights? did have a delay. What's going on, dude? So I connected, it was, it was terrible. So I connected in Houston, the, I, I got, I got drenched from San Diego to Houston, then I had to fly from Houston to Austin. <laughs> I was in the airport in Houston. I'm glad it happened. They started boarding the flight from Houston to Austin. I got on, uh, I was one of the first people to board, I was in group one, got in, got to my row, the exit row, right sat left. down, and then looked back, and it's like, there's nobody else boarding behind me. So there were like six people on the plane. And nobody else was getting on. Free plane. And the flight attendant comes on and says, um, we have a mechanical issue with the plane. We've stopped boarding for now. You can either stay on the plane or get off. And I said, I'm going to stay on. So then after about 30 minutes, the, the captain comes on the intercom and he says, well, we've got a slight mechanical problem with the plane. The, uh, the engine cover isn't closing all the way. <laughs> well, what do you need that for? <laughs> he said, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but if wind gets under there, it may come off. I said, so we're trying to get an engineer on the on the phone to Seems find like out what... a big deal. It's like not being able no, to close your... It's a pretty big deal. ...your hood of your car. <laughs> so we're trying to get an engineer on the phone to determine <laughs> what the tolerance is and if we can legally take off or not. Mm-mm. The, toler- I was the like, tolerance the wind? For Zero like the, tolerance. The <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, Houston, Austin, you're just going, ooh. Right. Yeah, but in the air. Go, <laughs> a few miles in the air. I like the idea of a wing being off. It's like, it may not seem important, but the plane can't fly straight with one wing. I like it's like the, really important if the engine's not covered. I like the, the feeling that Blaine doesn't think the wind starts until he gets to cruising altitude. <laughs> like climbing up to 35,000 feet isn't going to generate an enormous amount of wind across that. You're not going like that. four or 500 miles an hour or anything. <laughs> What's it? Yeah. Just like climbing it with as much power as you possibly can. What is takeoff speed? 200, I think. Two, it, like it, depend the, it depends on the plane. It depends on the plane. Yeah. But like I, I always in my head, we got to get the plane up to 180 to, to take off from the ground. Uh, That's what I'm always thinking. Why in your head? I think we, I don't know because because I've got to do something when I'm taking off. I can't use my fucking phone. So in your so head, there. Yeah, you can. In your head, you've got mode. like a speedo where you're guessing a speedo speedometer. I know what he meant. <laughs> I'm, dressed, you, I'm dressed in a speedo. I'm in the airplane <laughs> as you do when you get on a plane. And I'm just counting off numbers. Chris Evans in the chat said, "Do you think that the guy was saying assessment's like you seventy? S- you smell like you're like you said. Smells like it's wine. Do you think he was saying you're whining? No, like he's making a joke. He's calling. <laughs> oh, that would have been. That's interesting. Oh no, because then there could have been another fucking problem on that plane. Do you think everybody on that plane hated Gus? Uh, I don't hate people that do that kind of stuff. It's like entertainment. It's people watching. So I'm just like, I'm not involved with this. I'm just going to enjoy it. Dude, so I would have been like, how would I get it. hate? I got fucking water dumped on me. If somebody ever opens the overhead bin and then starts asking other people, is this your bag? Is this your bag? I never, I'm never going to say yes. Why? Because, what? Because the answer to that is, can I move your bag? That's always going to be the <laughs> well, But then if, if nobody says yes, then they just smush it. That is the only time I've ever almost gotten in a fight on an airplane. A guy was trying to like smash a hard-sided suitcase in where I thought where my bag was, and I have a laptop in my bag, yeah. and I just I just started screaming at the guy. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing? I got a laptop in my bag. It's up there." And then he was very apologetic. The flight attendant had to come over, and I was like, eh, "We're gonna get fucking turned off the plane." I said, Fuck. <laughs> so, but turned out it was okay. My laptop didn't get smashed, and it I, wasn't your bag. No, no, it was. there was no oh, okay. bag there. It was, it was. <laughs> I can't say for certain because it was like, I'm underneath it yeah, looking out. I don't know if he's exactly smashing, but it was like in the spot where I thought it was smashing. But I do remember this one lady, she got to, she boarded like last on the plane. Mm-hmm. And she held up the whole plane because 
She was sitting at the end of her row. Trying to lodge shit in. No, she opened the bin. She goes, whose bags are these? Are these your bags? And they're like, no, our, our bags are like right there, right there. My bag's right there. And she's, she's questioning whose bag. She goes, this is my row. These, this is my space. And, it, and it's like, that's not the way that works. Everybody on the plane was like, you don't know what you're no. talking about. Yeah. But she wouldn't sit down. And she was going to find the person whose bag was like <clears throat> in her row and remove it because they had to put it in their space. I don't know what I would do in that situation. If some woman just took my bag down and put her back there, I don't know what I would do. I would just be listening I'd, to my iPod like I always am. <laughs> I just wouldn't, it wouldn't There are people who are paid to handle this. And I'm not saying yeah. that like, oh, she'd, she'd hear it from me. I literally don't know what I would do. I'd be like, would I just take it and shove it under my seat and be like, man, that sucks. I'd probably <laughs> laugh it off. I'm not down to the point where I just like, I'm carrying a backpack for my next trip that I'm gone. I can't be on the post trip today, by the way. I stopped so. flying. I, I'm impressed by that. It's a bad time to fly. I just stopped flying. Yeah, just give it up. You just, just driving everywhere now? Are you walking? Catapult? Catapult everywhere. Uh, yeah, I just said no to every single trip in July and June. Nice. And uh, just because like, I'm going to get delayed and spend and just waste days of my life in an airport. So I just, I'll wait for that to figure it all out, figure itself out. Weather's weird. Then get back in the air. Do you hear what's going on this week? In what, the heat wave? Tomorrow? Yeah, yeah the heat wave that's attacking the rest of the country. Meanwhile, in Austin, we had like our third hundred degree day, which for us is not bad at not all. Bad. Two thirds yeah. of the way through the summer at this point. Yeah. Standard weather. Guess what? Guess what we've got in uh, two days. We have a low of sixty-five degrees <gasps> in two days. Isn't that crazy? That sounds awesome. That's pretty good. You look, I, see you, was, I see you typing. You can, you can verify. Yeah, look it up. The, that, the weather was awesome in San Diego, by the way. Of course, I'm yeah, sure that low is going to be at night, but still, sixty-five fucking degrees. It's pretty beautiful. At essentially the beginning of August, where we are, end of July. I'll take it. That's like. Hoodie weather? Yeah, it's hoodie weather, man. <laughs> just go out in the middle of the night, get your hoodie ready, just so you can go out at like 4 a.m. Ah. You know what I recommend you go do? Uh, I did this with JD one time. You can get, There's a <clears throat> website you can go to where you just look up the ISS, put in your zip code, and it'll tell you when it's going to fly over you. It's actually really pretty cool. Have you seen it through over. a telescope? Just go. You can see without a telescope. It's like, It looks like a star, basically. But it moves a lot faster. Yeah, Once you spot it, it, then it's like, oh, there it is. There's like it, dudes up there too, right? There mm -hmm. are dudes in the space station. So, that is correct. There so are there are dudes. Well, no, there. it's crazy. It's like that's probably the furthest away you're going to see a dude. <laughs> I didn't intend to sound that dumb. It's I just, not like, that far. It's pretty far. It's I mean, it's further than all the planes. I mean, yeah. You aside from the time we're on the moon, it's, yeah, yeah. It's as far right. as where you can see a dude. So we just had the thirty, the thirtieth, thirtieth. <laughs> we just had the fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing. What mission was that? Do you remember? Paul 11. There you go, buddy. And uh, I, I should remember this, but I don't know, know his name is Charlie. He was the Chapman? guy. Char is that Charlie Chapman? No, it's, what's the name of the guy who's in the... Uh, Kaufman. Ca what's the name of the guy who's in the control unit when they all went down the lander? And the chocolate factory. So it's... Michael Collins. Michael Collins? So it's not Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Phil, Phil Collins. Yeah, it's the other guy. Yeah. And, uh, and he the guy was... The name nobody remembers. Well, you know, we also determined, and this is probably, I don't know if it's because of science or whatever, that Neil Armstrong was the most famous person we could think of that nobody could tell you what he looked like. He died since we had that conversation, so you you could then, like, there were a lot of obituary photos run of Neil Armstrong when he died, but none of us at the time could tell you, I don't I have no idea what Neil Armstrong looks like. Probably one of the most famous people in history. Yeah. And I couldn't tell you what he looked like. I feel like, like a new. I know what his suit looked like. His space suit? The oh, white one? Yeah. The reflective... Visor. 
I, I feel like I know that what they looked like. Just think well. when they looked at the moon that night, that was the furthest away that a dude was <laughs> that anyone had ever seen. That's crazy, dude. But that that guy, Michael Collins, you said? Yeah. Okay, Mike <laughs> might say yes. <laughs> when he let him. what's oh, that? Mike's named after him. Your name is Collins? No. <laughs> 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 so when he let them go in the lunar lander and they went down in that module, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Uh, he was the person who's been the furthest away from anyone else ever. Any other human. Right, didn't he take that photo of like the moon in the foreground and the earth in the background? Correct. Both. And it's like he he took a photo that encompasses all of humanity except for himself. Yeah, it's- it's- Dude, the, that's yeah, I've done cool. that, I just yeah. took a picture with a 360 camera. Job done. <laughs> Everyone's in that. Not the people who died on the moon. Oh, he's right, eventually you would- I mean, I guess the plane is- it doesn't go... 360 up no, and down just goes around, right? Like well, if there's I still just a turn on the side then. But did you didn't, so you didn't get it. Try to look next time. Also, how so did you show that photo? <laughs> <laughs> so is the moon deeper than the ocean? Go ahead. Go, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Is the moon seven deep, miles, dude? Deeper That's nothing. Than the ocean. Seven miles is like the deepest we get in the ocean, right? Wait, 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 wait. What's free frame the question? I'm very confused. Free frame the question. Free frame the. <laughs> The, uh, freeze frame. It was the Mariana's Trench. Seven miles. That's about seven miles, I think. Seven yeah. miles. So it's, how many miles above the moon was uh, Phil Collins? <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, Colin Pirtle. He was above. <laughs> What's the question? <laughs> he, what I'm he, saying. He, once he went like, around the moon because he dropped them off, and then he went uh, around the other around side. The moon, yeah. So he was he was further away than the, seven the miles orbit, at that point. The, I think the orbit height was 31 miles. Okay, and and so what I was saying is is that no one's ever been. That deep in the ocean, because then they would have been the most remote person. Well, in a plane, you're. But the moon's way further away than seven miles. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but there were people on the moon right, when he was there. No, but what I'm saying is, if you're 31 miles away from someone else, and that someone at the bottom of the ocean is 32 miles away from all people, he's the most remote person. Suck okay, it. Okay, I he's, see. He's, I see. Wait, how deep is the ocean? Seven miles. God. <laughs> Are you on this show? <laughs> <laughs> my, my neck really hurts. Oh, look I'm it up. Around. Mariana's Trench, deepest point on Earth, right? Mariana's Trench. Well, deepest. Jim Cameron went down there. Everyone freaked out on Reddit that James Cameron <laughs> put out the photo or the you know the the tradition where the number one box office movie uh -huh. when it's surpassed, that person will usually the director puts out a thing that shows like passing off the baton. So like Star Wars had a lightsaber handing it over to the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. Sorry. No, uh, yeah, that was it. But the one I always think of is 6. when 6.83 miles. What's that? 6.83 miles. God, I fucking nailed it. They rounded it up. It's so impressive. That's what? They rounded up, you know. So, so. I got it right, dude. It's an no, acceptable no, margin of error when you're going down to the bottom lowest point on Earth. Actually, if you think about it, you go higher in a plane sometimes. Yeah, that's the farthest, dude. Yeah, yeah but you're, you're never like at 38,000 feet on your own. Correct. What if I have, I have, he's right? I haven't been unless in the you're like myself. a Boeing test pilot. Well, don't they fly with two pa captains? Over uh, two pilots? <laughs> I'm sure somebody has flown a solo flight, like a sort like an Air Force flight that just had one man in it go like, really high. You two planes flew high and we had one person in them. So, Gavin, let's say Still the two people went and then one of them died. For. Would there be a person by themselves? You two, reference. possibly. Yes, it would. Yeah. Also, there's the people in the ISS. <laughs> but there's no, there's not ever one person on that. You don't know that. Has there ever been one man on the ISS? Gavin, please, one dude. Sorry. The uh, no, I really doubt flies at 70,000 feet or flew at 70,000 feet, but that's still a crew. He said, no, I think that's one. 
So, 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 Gavin, by your logic, are there people at the bottom of the Marianas Trench by themselves, hanging out? Or maybe someone was in one of those little subs. <laughs> well, we, uh, you're just making up bullshit like the rest of us at this point. Well, I'm saying, if well, it doesn't even matter anyway, because it's only se seven meters, yeah. seven miles. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter, now that you've disproved the thing he's been arguing for the past fucking five minutes. It doesn't matter. You take us down this fucking little trail. You know what does to... matter? Segways. This episode of the Rusty Podcast oh, is brought to you by MeUndies. <laughs> Summer comes with a number of cool perks, vacations, beach days, barbecues, air-conditioned living rooms, but the one perk that outshines them all is summer-themed undies courtesy of, you guessed it, MeUndies. MeUndies is the only brand that lets you eat pineapple while wearing pineapple undies. I've actually got the pineapple undies and the pi matching pineapple socks. Uh, I love how comfortable they are. Super uh, great. They stay in place. Awesomely soft. Uh, and speaking of comfort, MeUndies scientists spent countless hours in their underwear labs testing out the softest fabrics in the land. The result, micromodal fabric, which is a full three times softer than just wearing cotton and cotton blends. And not only that, but you can match your bottom half with your better half in matching prints and colors. Finally, you can now match with your pup and their new buddy bands available in the same prints and colors as their undies. This is important stuff here. MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you purchase any MeUndies product, you get 15% off and free shipping. To get 15% off your first pair of free shipping and a wondrous... That was perfectly spelled. <laughs> that was my fault. To get 15% off your first pair free, free shipping, shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you, MeUndies, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. I did it. <laughs> Got through it. Hi. So they. Oops. Oh I'm like the guy in your plane, Gus. I spilled <coughs> on my phone. I spilled oh, on my phone. I'm fine. Your phone's waterproof. I got that little Wayne. What's the, who's the guy? You got in that the, little Wayne. The what's the, what's the what's the commercial where he spills the? Uh, is that little Wayne, or little John? Who is it? What are you talking about? You know the commercial where they uh, paid him a bunch of money to uh, spill <laughs> champagne on his waterproof phone? Oh, I think it was little John, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, there you go. That's what I'm referring to. You, you said the wrong name. Don't fucking get mad at me. I just said, was it Lil Wayne or Lil John? You said Lil Wayne first, and that's when I got confused. No, you're confused to begin with. What are you going to do? Uh, I'm being, I'm being gassed. Before we get too far away from it, Avatar. So, people on Reddit were, were pitching a fit because uh, James Cameron put out the photo of, it was really cool. It was Iron Man with all the little things from Avatar that float onto Jake Sully. Oh. You know, it's it was Iron Man with those floating on him and saying congratulations. That's cool. And, but he signed it, Jim Cameron. Something and everyone's like, Jim Cameron, and that's, are we supposed to call him Jim now? Is that it? They I said him be called Jim loads of times. Yeah, yeah. me too. Isn't, I had that, a, isn't that his Twitter handle? Isn't it Jim Cameron? I don't know. I had a teacher at UT who was into, he was teaching a 3D course. It was a course specifically about 3D movie making. Yeah, and, uh, you know, James Cameron's like a huge proponent for 3D filmmaking. And high frame rates, which seems to have died. Yeah, so well, he knew James Cameron super well. They're on first term name basis or whatever. He called him Jim all the time, so... Jim Cameron doesn't. Yeah, people call him Jim. Jim, Earthworm Jim. It's, it's an acceptable nickname for James. Uh, speaking of your uh, watered on story, I got <laughs> shit on. on during a date by uh, a bird. By a bird. Oh, okay. so, <laughs> we we go to a coffee shop and she wants to sit outside. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Two you know. different stories. So like, we look up and there's a bird that was just like hanging on this tree branch right above us. Hanging or just standing? Just standing, okay. I guess. And she kept looking at it. It's like, oh, you know, I'll get rid of this guy. So I went over to the tree, shook the tree, and he, goes, oh, 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 he flies away. And I was sitting down. I was like, oh, well, anyways, where was I? And just got fucking nailed. And I felt something hit me in the head. And I was like, oh, God. And she's like, what? And it's like, I think I just got shit on it. And then I looked, and it was just like this watery green <sighs> mess. And I was like, I just got shit on. 
by that bird and she was like uh and i was like it's okay it's okay i'm gonna go clean it off so i like went and got some napkins and cleaned it off and sat down i was like well <laughs> some countries that's good luck it is but it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be good well they say it's good luck because the person feels terrible when they get shit on <laughs> she also got stung by a bee on the same date what the fuck <laughs> were you guys this doing a, this is a great first date <laughs> were but, you in the woods no no we're at a coffee shop near the b water the b water the the <laughs> The joke that I was that I should have made was like, "Hey, our parents should have told us about the birds and the bees." Oh, you thought of that later? Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Fuck, <laughs> fuck!" I, so, it's I funny. Think... And, and, then, and then she would have said, "This is very serious, but you need to get me to the hospital immediately." <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm having an allergic reaction. I have three minutes to live. <laughs> okay, she starts swelling up. What if when you got shit on, you went off to clean it, and when you came back, she was gone? Were you worried? Uh, no. Oh. It's just like, oh well. That happens. Gab, you shit yourself on a date with Meg. Wasn't one of your first dates? Am I Mr. I wasn't one of the- Yeah, it was early there. Yeah. yeah. Shot myself. <laughs> so don't and give told up, kids. Her. And you told her. On a and date? that was a big deal Fine. to her that you told her. I felt like honesty was the best move. <laughs> I was gone a while. Binning my underwear. Oh, God. Binning it? Man. Do you I think mean, every, like, there's one pair of just shatting underwear in every- Trash can in every restroom. Like someone here must have shot themselves and thrown away their underwear here, and no one ever knew about it. Like here, at, maybe at work. Yeah, yeah. Does I don't mean here? on the podcast. I mean, it's it's like stage five. Statistically, yeah. it's a lot of people <clears throat> coming through here. Could they ever shit themselves? Here? Yeah. Here. No. But everyone has shit themselves. I don't think right? anybody's gonna fess up to that, guys. So. Can I ask you a question too? Because his thing about like being attacked by nature made me remember last week you were talking about. That you were going to, or you had just started eating plant-based or alternative meats. Yeah. And I asked you, why is that? Because I was curious, like, what made you make that switch? Yeah. And thing? you said it was for cl climate change reasons. Was the main um, that was one of them, yeah. Motiv one of the main motivations. Sure. So we talked about that. And I said, I think that's going to be a lot of, a big part of the reason uh, why more and more people do that is whatever. Man, I had forgotten. I don't, and I, I'm curious why this is. When you bring up anything that's like an environmental issue... People just get angry. They get mad about it. <clears throat> like, they, I had people writing me all the time going, well, I'm, not, I'm never going to give up meat. You can't make me give up meat. It's like, nobody, nope, nobody's talking nope, to you. Nobody's, yeah. like, telling you to give up meat. It's just like, people get fucking furious when it, when it comes to environmental stuff, and I don't know why. Yeah. Or, but, like, the, the one that gets me is um, the, we don't know if that's the case, so why bother doing anything? Yeah. Or it's like, that's not going to fix it. I'm just talking generally. That's not going to fix the problem in its entirety, so why bother? And it's not, like, even, well, <laughs> it's not even so much like when you, like, uh, like you tell people they should do that. It's like saying, this is what I'm doing. They get mad and right. say, well, blah, 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 you know, that I'm doing this. I, I just wonder why that is with environmentalism in particular. I don't know. I, yeah. It's true. There was a uh, person on set, and that's why I started carrying my, like, glass water balls around, and then I stopped because one shattered at a gym. But uh, she would bring her own utensils to set. And because, you know, you use, like, the plastic forks and stuff yeah, like man. that. And she used to bring just her own metal ones, and she would rewash them. And I was like, why do you, why do, you do that? And she explained, she's like, well, it's, you know, just do it so that I don't have to waste, you know, plastic. And I was like, oh, you're one person, though. She's like, yeah, no, it makes me feel good. And I was like, huh. And I just bought my own utensils to, to like, switch them out. So what? Just, like, one, one you know, small, one person. So now it's a, two. Yeah. Is there a good way to bring around utensils that's not annoying? See, here's here's little, exactly a little bundle, like a little camping thing. You, they like yeah. you you wrap them open and then you just slide them inside and then you and you just put it in the backpack. I can you can carry them anywhere. You can carry them in your pocket. It's just like this big. But here's the thing: is that <clears throat> then someone will make a comment to you going, "Well, do you understand that the cost to like make your utensils that you have for yourself?" Instead of the ones that already exist, that the, that there's a carbon footprint higher than actually using plastic for like the next ten years. Like people do research to get upset about this right. stuff. Like they don't do this much 
research into their own like personal finances, but they can tell me the carbon footprint yeah, of a battery that goes like, into a Tesla. Solar panels and electric cars. It's like the carbon footprint of making those batteries. It's, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but, but then we don't have to use them anymore. Like we could just go onto those. We can use what we have left yeah, from think, finite resources to make the renewable well, resources. And, and, and also, no one's telling you you have to do this. It's like, right. this is the reason why I'm doing it, but people go out of their way to like try to disprove you. The, the thing I'm most interested in, you talked about uh, specifically the batteries in electric vehicles, is I'm curious to see, I feel like a lot of people haven't talked about this, but what's going to happen in the next five years once we start seeing a big surge of these, surge. Of these cars enter the secondhand market? Like it's it's you know you you say like oh if you own that car for five years it's a waste like yeah true but then it's gonna replace a gasoline powered vehicle in the used market mm. and then we're gonna start to really see a lot more widespread adoption you know five or six years out like we're only now at a point where the cars are becoming in the realm of affordable they're not absolutely ridiculous anymore yeah, yeah with the Model Three and all the other yeah I mean they promised a thirty five thousand dollar version I've had my, five, my car for five it. years can I now say that it's net positive. That I'm making a positive. I, I, I pulled five years out of my ass. Oh, I, don't know, okay. I don't know that that's the can actual I, can number. Can I now say that? Is that okay? Also, it's like if everyone moves to electric and wind, it's better. Like it'll get more efficient the, as the market sustains it. There'll be more research into it as well. I think we're kind of tapped out on making coal as the, good as it's going to be. I think so. The, the the new argument I see pop up frequently, specifically with uh, with electric vehicles, wind is, farms cause cancer. Well, no, it's. If everyone has an electric vehicle and plug in, then the power grid can't support it all at once. Oh boy. Which, yeah, it's true. If everybody plugged their car in and everybody charged at the exact same time, that's probably true. So probably like around <clears throat> the end of rush hour when everyone's parked and plugged their car in, but, they I mean, just have to beef up the power grid most, for that. Right, and and, and the, the power grids are you already built to a, accommodate yeah, that to an extent. Yeah, and off-peak times, right. right? And then so I'm sure most people will be incentivized financially to charge at off-peak hours. it's so smart. I'm sure they could roll out firmware where it's like, okay, we see that everyone's plugged in their cars at 6 p.m. And we'll just make it so that your car doesn't start charging until there's enough things. So it was like, it might start charging at 11, if, even if you plugged in at 6. It'll still be you, ready you by the like morning. like a ready time. In yeah, the U.S., we just takes... do that with financial incentives. Just electricity will be more expensive during those hours. And already on my car, I can tell it, start charging at 2 a.m. Oh, you which, can do that already? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, yeah. Del great. Delay charging. Yeah. My Nest will have, like, peak hours where it's just like, I'm not going to turn on for a bit, you know, but it's like, oh, it's fine, I'm not home, you know? Like, so I think there's timers, like, people are kind of predicting that kind of stuff. Do you have your hours. AC on when you're gone? Uh, no, I have it on away mode. I mean, I have, like, a minimum that I wanted to keep it at because I don't want to come home to, like, melted fucking what? books or something. I'm big into <laughs> privacy, too, but I love the fact that we have so much data now about usage within individual homes that's all collected by that. Uh -huh. It's like, I don't know what someone's going to learn about me if I keep my AC at 71 in the middle of the day. Like, I don't know what how that doxes me in any way. So I'm happy with that information being shared so they can be used for, you know... The purposes that you could never have that data for when you had just like the old dial thermometer. There was no capturing of that data. I think it's good because if ever um, like the flayed become a thing, you can tell exactly where they live. What are the flayed? Oh, uh, from, from Stranger, Stranger Things? Stranger Things. Did you, you saw Stranger Things? I'm Bumps still, I'm still working on it. Are you? Yep. How do you feel about Stranger Things 3 versus Stranger Things 2? It's better. Much better. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll try it then because I, I was really Much put better. off by 2. Much better. Too, I, I will say there's one character, tough. though, he showed up on the first day of that season, and they said, hey, this is what you're wearing today. And he's like, great, not knowing he was going to be wearing that outfit <laughs> the entire fucking season. 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And you kind of get used to it after a while, and you're like, oh man, that's got to be like a, what a weird outfit to wear for an entire production. You got to put on this, like, Bit it's a little bummer. like sailor costume that he wears because he's like serving ice cream at the sailor themed thing. But like, super short shorts, this like, I don't know what the, that like, Flappy lapel. Oh, I saw a bunch of people dressed up at San Diego Comic Con like that. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. Okay, I didn't. He I didn't understand what it wears, was. I don't think it spoils anything. He wears that thing the whole Through fucking thick and season. Thin, the whole thing. Yeah. They, you know, and you know the way those productions were too. They probably had like ten of them, and like they're different levels of distress and dirtiness yeah. and everything. And like, oh, you gotta hear it. Here's the bl- slightly bloody one you gotta wear in this scene or something. He might. He probably fucking hated, hated those thing. things. Yeah. Absolutely hated them. How was Comic Con, guys? It was good. Um, it was. It's just as crowded. It's been a few years since I've been there, but you know, it's still super crowded. A lot going on. Yep. We got to. Uh, we filmed some segments for the podcast uh, while we were there. Uh, so hopefully, when, I don't know when those are coming out. Hopefully, those will be coming out here relatively soon. But uh, it was good, man. The weather in San Diego is just awesome. It was. A, it was. It's. It's like night Eric and day. Said it was too dry going there, dude. Compared to here, it's super dry. Is it? Yeah, it was I'm amazing. Like <laughs> it was like, it, San Diego's perfect. I think it got up like the hottest it got was like seventy five or seventy six. Jesus! Like the only reason to go to Comic Con is because it's in San Diego at this point. Yeah, it's just it's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And sometimes how many years did you guys go to Comic Con? I went for at least ten uh, years. We went. Yeah, uh, at first at the beginning, not quite ten. I think we went to seven or eight years in a row. Yeah, and then you know we. Then we started cycling in and it's out. It's way too much humanity. Which year was the Andre 3000 year? That was 09 or 2010. Catch us up. What's the Andre 3000? Yeah, what is the Andre 3000? Uh, I was walking across. You know, there's outside of the convention center, there's that street and then the rail crossing, like the, the railroad tracks there. Mm-hmm. Jeff and I were walking across that street from the Gaslamp District to the convention center. And, you know, it's like huge seas of people like meet and cross the street. And we were near the front of the crowd. We start walking towards the convention center and then walking in the opposite direction towards us was Andre 3000. From Outcast, and Jeff just stopped in the middle of the street, and uh, like stopped walking at train guns. And I, I say, "What's up?" He goes, "That's Andre 3000." I'm like, "Are you okay?" He's sure, like, it wasn't a cosplayer. No, it was it was totally him. And uh, I was like, "Are you okay? Do you want to say hi to him?" He's like, "No, let's, let's just keep walking." And I was like, "Okay, well, you're the one that stopped." So we just we just kept walking and walked did right Jeff by. Go, hey, yeah. <laughs> no, he didn't. I saw Hopper. You, you should be ashamed for laughing. <laughs> no, please, thank you. Uh, I saw the guy who played Hopper from Stranger Things. Last yeah, year I also think. Hellboy. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was a uh, he wasn't Hellboy last year though, right? Hellboy came out after that. He might have yeah. been promoting it though. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I, I can't remember. Yeah, I think it was <clears> last year. Uh, did you go to any panels or anything like that? No. I mean, we were so tied up with our thing. Yeah. It was like uh, all day. Did you catch any of the coverage? Yeah. I mean, it was keeping up. I think it's honestly, it's probably it's easier to watch that. It's like e- like going to E3, same thing, where it's like, if you're not there, it's easier to watch the coverage yeah. when people post yeah. stuff online. Comic-Con is the thing, though, that I always go back to, which is they've been holding that event for 25, 30 years. It's been going for fucking ever, right? Uh, 50, yeah. 50 years. Is it 50 years? Yep. Have comics been around for 50 yes. years? <laughs> yes. Really? I can, Yes. They had a convention 50 years ago, Eric? Gus, I know how you feel all the time now. Yes, 50 years. <laughs> five zero. 50, so that you was 1970? Uh, yeah, it's been going on for, yeah, since the 70s. Say most stuff that annoys Eric. I don't know if it annoyed him. He's just being uppity with all like correcting me on the fly there. Uppity. Oh, correcting you. You said 20 or 30, 50. 50 San Diego Comic 20 plus 30. 20, exactly. 20 plus 30. Are you, are you looking it up? Didn't they? Yep. Didn't they like, they <sighs> pitched Star Wars at Comic Con? 1970. 
What they do in 1970? Were they just reading comics? They, yeah, it was just it was comics and like it's nobody went. I, I think Star Wars <laughs> or something. They went to a convention and they were pitching Star Wars like it was, 77 Star Wars. Probably like four kids in a basement was, for the first 12 it, years. There was like it, and like everyone was like, "What the fuck is this shitty space it, adventure?" And they like shit on Star Wars before in it came out. 1970. It was held at the U.S. Grant Hotel and it had 145 attendees. And that was San Diego. It wasn't probably San Diego Comic Con International back then. Uh, they had the name here. It was inaugurated as. The Golden State Comic Book Convention. So I always think of... Uh, its guests were Forrest J. Ackerman and Mike Royer. I always think of the convention, the modern conventions uh, scene has coming out of the Star Trek community. Because they had those Star Trek conventions mm -hmm. in like hotel ballrooms and stuff like that. They were kind of the stereotypical thing. But man, I didn't realize they, they went back that far. They got Ray Bradbury and Jack Kirby for the second Comic-Con. That's two huge gets, man. Yeah. But back in the that, day, was also, just... that was in August 1970. They had two in 1970. Who did we have at the second RTX? We had uh, Halo. Well, we had Max uh, Overman? Nope. Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah we had Elijah Wood. And pretty good. Frank O'Connor. The Frank O'Connor was at the first one. You had Halo Four. Max. I went to that one. Okay, the first one. Okay, yeah. Anyway, um, but I was just saying, I was thinking about Comic Con too because they've been holding this event for, correct me if I'm wrong, fifty years. Forty nine. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's like you know, live events. When you put a lot of people in one place, it just causes issues. And one of the things it causes is lines, and it doesn't matter. If it's the fucking Super Bowl, Comic Con, whatever, live events mean lines, lines of people, because it's just like when people show up, it's it's not like when the Super Bowl when there's a line for the bathroom, no one goes, "What were you thinking, NFL? Like, come on, you've been holding this forever. There shouldn't be a line. You expect it. You go to a concert. Mm -hmm. That is where they expect a lot of people to be. There's still long line stuff. That fucking line at Hall H is two days that people wait in that line. Something like that. Yeah. That's it, fucking it, crazy. Yeah. They dude. sleep in the line. Yeah, they First, camp out. And Why wait for two fuck, and then they stay in that fucking hall all day long, going from one presentation to the next. I don't think they clear and, it, right? And they watch the same thing that you watched on Twitter for a minute. <laughs> Why yeah. don't they just digitize that whole process? Because people want to be there. It's a live event, dude. I sure, but I'm saying the line thing. Like, didn't we start incorporating digital? Like, you have a digital spot in line. I think it's part of the it's part of the culture. I think <laughs> some of the people want to do that. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I, I, what yeah. I'm what I'm surprised by more is the people who are taken aback by that. Like, I can't believe I went to this event. There were lines. Like, I had to wait in line for 45 minutes for a panel. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah if, I, if there's a stadium with 80,000 seats, you don't expect 80,000 toilets. You, there's going to be people waiting. I <laughs> I waited in line for I think an hour and a half, two hours to go see Ready Player One at South by Southwest, and I had a badge. Like, I had the yeah. highest level badge. They they had comped us because I was on a panel. Mm -hmm. And I was there, and Ashley and Eric, who used to work for the Eric Vespi, Vespi, we were waiting in line to go see this. And the whole time, and then we're we're not guaranteed we're going to get in. Like, we were in the overflow group, and we're waiting that entire time. I'm like, dude, if I have to wait fucking two hours to go see a two-hour movie, and then I don't get in, well, I'm like, I, and I got a badge. I got a full badge. You know, the, it's fucking crazy. The, uh, not quite the same thing, but the original draft house in downtown used to be like that, where they would show, like, one movie a night, maybe two movies. And you would have to show up two hours before the movie started. It was like get that, in line, and maybe you got in. It was like that for far too long. They didn't yeah. have reserved seating. I think we talked about the podcast. I read the TripAdvisor review when they put in reserved seating at the Alamo, and somebody ranted how it's going to ruin the Alamo because it's going to kill line culture at <laughs> in Austin. And I was like, "What the fuck is line culture? That's Shut up! Awful. This is a remedy for this problem. Don't even worry about it. Unbelievable. Well, but, people just making friends in lines." That's how they socialized. There's a whole like Alamo community, and it's separate than the Austin film community. I know people who are in the Alamo community, and people who have been 
removed from the Alamo community. Oh, you get you get kicked out. You get like cut off. Cut off. Wow. You're cut off. You're not allowed to go in. Did, do they have to raise a little flag for the server to come talk to them? Yeah, they put up a little thing, and everyone's like, "Get this guy out of here. Uh, He's too much trouble." So we uh, was we it worth it though? Comic Con worth it? Um, I think so. I think there's a lot of really cool things there. I think you know, walking around, you see. I, I can't believe I'm a sucker for it, but I didn't buy any. But it's like, oh, those are really cool exclusives. Yeah, like, man, that's really neat. Like, I would like to have that, but I don't want to wait in line an hour for it. I also don't want to pack it in a suitcase. Yeah, yeah. And, and there, take there were it some home. things that were I thought were super awesome. Like what? But I saw uh, there were like Ruby Funko things. That was also like a, a Chuckles Funko. We could probably get you one of those. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm plugging our own thing here. There was also a Chuckles Funko collectible, like uh, from Toy Story Three. What's that stuff? Like little pop vinyl figures that are like that big. What are you talking about? It's not one of ours. <laughs> I messaged. I, I messaged. Hey, what's going on out here? I messaged like three or four people. I see what people. you did to me, correcting you on everything you say. So, um, we, <laughs> not related to Comic Con, we released a uh, the RTIA uh, today that we did the long form one about the animation process. Uh, I don't know if you yeah you saw that we yeah, saw that it was at, like at a RTX. duck amuck yeah was the inspiration for it yeah the yeah. old Looney Tunes where it's like uh where it's, it's, Daffy's yelling at the animator right it's like but it's me instead of Daffy Duck uh, going through the whole animation pro- let, let me read this thing here actually uh, remind everyone this episode of the Rooster Teeth podcast is brought to you by Full Sail for the second year we're partnering with Full Sail and we have some fun collaborations coming up we released a new RTAA which is out today which features me uh, and we like we said it's uh, all about the animation process and. Uh, like what goes into that, and uh, we'll talk more about that actually in just a second. Uh, we also have a special live stream coming up Thursday, July 25th at 4 p.m. Central Time with Chris Kokinos hosting, and Cole is one of the guests. Cole's actually right here. We'll talk to him in a second. Woo. Uh, in this live stream, we'll talk about post-production in the animation process. You can check out all the past streams on roosterteeth.com to get a more in-depth look into each step of the animation process. Remember to check out the newest RTAA and look out for a full program recap of all the awesome stuff we did with Full Sail. For more information on Full Sail University, visit fullsail.edu slash roosterteeth. That's fullsale.edu slash roosterteeth. Hi, Cole. Yo, what's you've, up? Never been, you've never been on the podcast before, oh, right? This is my premiere. Which seems He's like been on a podcast. Not on I've been on part. a podcast, not not this, but not the podcast. The You're still not on it. You'll is be it, on it. As someone who right there, was the host of another Roosterteeth podcast, it. does it bother you when this is called the podcast? Uh, no. Should. Now it does. <laughs> you, should, you should fight about <laughs> now it. Now I'm on the podcast. Before we get too far away from it, ever been to Comic-Con, Cole? I have not. Okay. Before we get too far away from it, Hall H, they do leave people sitting in there. The worst, like, entertainment nightmare I've ever heard of was J.J. Uh, Abrams for episode seven. Mm-hmm. Remember they marched everybody to go see the John Williams concert, mm-hmm. and they had the stormtroopers march them out? They emptied out that whole hall, and so the person who was on next, I was like, who was that? They came into an empty hall age. It was who Kevin was Smith. Oh. And he came in, it was like, where the fuck did everybody go? It was like the biggest hall. They didn't yeah. tell him they were going to do that? Nuh-uh. They just did it. It was a big surprise, and everybody was like so happy, and they all left. And Kevin Smith came into an empty Hall H, and to his credit, he filled that thing back up like a third of the way, which is a oh, few yeah. thousand people. He's Kevin Smith. Oh That's yeah, crazy. Over That's the over the course of his bummer. of his hour there. So, so uh, we need you to fill Hall H, Cole. Is what we're, we're, what oh, we're absolutely. At. We need okay. You, we need you to get on that. Uh, so you're you're going to be on this live stream right this Thursday <laughs> yeah, at four o'clock. Thursday at four o'clock. Thursday four or five. Four central. Four four, four central. You should know. You're the one on it. Dick. <laughs> uh, so what are you talking about? Talking about like post production and animation. What what do you do, Cole? Maybe that's what we should start. Uh, what, do you do, what do you do around here? I'm an editor. My day job is editor for animation. <laughs> your day job. My day What's job. Your night job? <laughs> uh, a lot of other things. Podcasts. <laughs> Vigilante. Vigilante. Waterboy. So you're gonna be talking about, I guess, like the editing process and all that post production that goes yeah, into it. Yeah, we're gonna kind of uh, be focusing on post. Uh, it's edit 
for animation is a little different than edit for live action because it's a lot of uh, bookending the process. So you have to have a lot of pre-production going into like uh, setting up an animatic, which if you watch the video, you'll see. You'll um, learn what an animatic is. What? Yeah, you'll they learn. learn. They will Come learn. On, dude, I'm trying to fucking <laughs> help you out. Uh, I've actually been through that process with Cole. Cole's very good at what he does. Oh, thanks, Our buddy. whole animation I've team. I've heard that about Cole. They're crack, we, crack team. Not we shit. did a... Uh, <laughs> RT, uh, no, it was um, MDB, MDB hey. animated. Yeah. yeah, two episodes. Good so. stuff. Yeah, I guess editing is different because there's not tons of stuff to look through. It's like very specifically yeah. made for certain things. Um, the way we always say it is live action editing is very subtractive. Um, animation editing is very additive. Huh. So you're looking at and go, okay, we're gonna need this eventually. So uh, reach out to boards, reach out to other people, and ask for these shots because you don't want to animate something that you're not going to need because that costs a lot of money. Yeah. It's also a bummer too, like where it's like, if you have like music that you've chosen after the fact and you're like, God, I just need like five more frames so mm -hmm. I can have this joke hit this point in the music. And then it's like, well, animation. Eh. Yeah. And I know that was the case for the MDBAs, but uh, like luckily we get to work with a lot of like really talented uh, musicians with Jeff and his crew. Mm. So they'll, a lot of times we can send them a reference and they'll be able to get it pretty spot on to hit the beat. Hell yeah, dude. It's so funny, too, when you talk about, like, going through the process of being additive for editing. It's, like, as the episodes are built, too, a big part of what I do is I review pretty much everything multiple, multiple times before it comes out. And uh, one of my favorite things to do is watch in-progress episodes of Ruby with Carrie there. Oh. Because <laughs> Carrie just, like, it'll go through and you'll have, like, scenes that are almost fully rendered but not comped. You know, they're not, like, fully polished, in other words. Um, then you have some that's just storyboards. Some that are animatics, you know, at all different stages. But as it changes, as there's less on screen, Carrie's like sitting right there and he picks it up. And like as soon as it goes to like a story, but he goes, Oh, and then Ruby comes in and she's like, What? And this other person's like, Hey, and like, yeah. what's that explosion? We'll have interviews with us. They'll be like, Oh, well, this part isn't done yet. I'm like, Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> there's no. I was no, like, I, I have trouble watching the episodes when they're finished without Carrie there making all these like noises yeah, I and doing see all the voices. version of all of it's these fun. episodes. It's fun. It's fun. Can we get like a sweeted special edition? Maybe yeah, like, yeah, I'll like record one. Track? You do commentary like that. Yeah, you should yeah. absolutely do that. All right. Well, thanks for coming out, Cole. Well, thanks uh, for people out. are interested in uh, the animation process. They can check out the live stream on Thursday and yes. watch our RTA that we put out today. We still need to do anime next weekend. Yes, well, this weekend. We're all gonna watch uh, the new Evangelion. Rebuild Zeneva. Yeah. What's okay. it called? Rebuild? Yeah, yeah. I watched the You watched series. Evangelion when it came out on Netflix, yeah, right? Yeah, and the movie, you know, it was... But now that I've sat on it for a while, <laughs> it's a pretty good show. It's, uh, it's fucked. It's, uh, well, I mean, that whole show, thanks, like, does like a... Yeah, thanks, Cole. Does like a head fake. Like, you think it's all this story for so long. It's, like, so, like, filled with tropes and very typical stuff. And then mm -hmm. at the end, it's like, oh, no, that's not what the show was yeah, at all. It totally veers into Defied expectations. emotional yes. direction. Groundbreaking, Did revolutionary. You know Seth Rogen was like throwing shade at Game of Thrones on the preacher panel at SCCC. No, yeah, he didn't tell me he was going to do that. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting that somebody would do that to somebody else's show. Like he even referenced, like I have. They're guess they're going into the final season of Preacher. Did you ever read Preacher the comic? No, I'm not even watching Preacher, so I feel like that's kind of shitty that he's shitting on a very successful show. <laughs> yeah, well, I think Preacher, especially in the first season, was poorly received because. Admittedly, it was a very beloved graphic novel, which usually means a very small group of people really liked it, knew about it, uh, and it was hard to adapt to screen. Uh, yeah, to screen, and uh, they did probably not a great job in the first season. And uh, he was saying that like now they're going into their final season, and uh, he was uh, 
he, he, you could tell he has faith in it because he showed his face at Comic Con, unlike some other shows. I mean, I'm totally paraphrasing and mm. butchering his own words, but yeah, and it was everything was construed at like Game of Thrones. Yeah, it was it was weird. Game of Thrones had a panel at Comic Con, but the showrunners were not there. First of all, why do they have a panel anymore? Right. The show's over. The show's over. Right. It didn't. It didn't make any well, sense. Well, it was over this year. It's quite. It's cool. Recent. But they don't have like an Avengers panel. Right. They're not gonna. They're not promoting. Do they? Did they? Game or did they not have a panel? Did a Marvel Avengers? Panel? Weiss and Marvel did. In the other guy. Oh, no, they didn't. No, go. they didn't show. They specifically said beforehand they weren't gonna go. I thought they also. Said, okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Why is that a big deal? That they didn't go. Yeah. Because uh, people thought they were trying to avoid accountability, no, which is like, nothing to promote. That the whole thing's a whole promotional yeah. machine. I do wonder why they had a Game of Thrones panel at all. That's really dumb. Well, I mean, I guess. Uh, I, I think they've started production on that's the true. prequel tril trilogy. Yeah, that's true. They series. had the other stuff coming. Why not keep the ball rolling, right? You know? Yeah. The uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe at this point it would be easier to start it rolling again. <laughs> but, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know why Comic-Con caught me on a guard this year, but there was a lot of good shit that came out of it. Like, that fucking Top Gun trailer was dope. And then uh, the Watchmen trailer, I'm so intrigued by what that the hell that is going to be. Yeah, me too. Is that coming out this year? I think... And they also had they had some Westworld stuff too that looked pretty. Did open. they announce a Marvel movie that's coming out this year? Did I I think hear that right? The Eternals one? I don't think oh, that's, that's coming out this that's year. That's fall of next year. Oh, is it fall of next year? Yeah, they have like okay. seven IP PR titles coming out in 2020. I recognized almost shows. none of them. Except for like Doctor Strange. Black Widow and Hawkeye. WandaVision and uh, uh Falcon and uh Falcon. What's WandaVision? No, Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think. But th those Wanda, are all like those are all New, right? Like Scarlet Witch. Do you know the Eternals? There's no. something else besides the Eternals too. Oh, the uh, the the Asian crime fighter guy that yes. probably would have been Iron the Fist, the Mandarin one, and the Legend of Ten Rings. Yeah, had yeah. had I feel like they would have done an Iron Fist movie had they not made that Netflix yeah, the, show that bombed. So the films are Black Widow, the Eternals, Shang Chi, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. They're all there. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and Thor: Love and Thunder. So I and heard a couple of TV series. I heard Multiverse of Madness is supposed to be like a fucking horror movie, which it's Marvel. It's going to be PG thirteen, so it's not going to be like crazy, but that's cool. Like What's, I love that they're exploring if? genres. What if it's a series where they take like a piece of like Marvel lore and they're like, what if this change instead? Like, what if Captain America had never been discovered? Or, you know, like, what if someone else was the Incredible Hulk? So they're going to do a cartoon series. Really turning stuff on its ear. <laughs> well, it's just what crazy. If Hulk like, was blue. <laughs> they have so much shit going on that they have to resort to a what if series. Like, that's that, it's a way to bring back popular characters. I think so, yeah. Like, they could bring back Iron Man, like, what if somebody else was Iron Man? So is that all of Phase 4? Or is there other shit that will be in there? Uh, they said Blade, but I think that that was, like, a tease for, like, way down. I think, I don't know. There's gonna, there, I, something will change. One of I these shows like, will drop, and they'll add, some, yeah. they'll add something else. Is Phase 4, because I feel like Phase 1 through 3 was all a story. Is this a continuation, or is this, like, the next trilogy of phases where it ends at phase six? I think they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. I'm trying to figure out which movie is gonna beat Endgame in the to box To me, there's office. a glaring admission, uh, omission there. What, what is that? That Black Panther 2 is not part of that. I mean, that, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man have all been confirmed. But Black Panther was, like, the biggest Marvel Guardians. movie of all time when it came out. Yeah, Maybe it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. But Guardians also, has been that, announced, that font on, that they chose for Hawkeye is terrible. Dude, but the Thor Love and Thunder font is dope. I yeah. love that they just, they're, that's their fucking insane, you know, wildcard IP. What's up with the Loki font? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's also... I uh, think they're exploring different times and stuff like that, that and that's like why the, the Disney Plus service oh, is going to have those too. But anyway, I just I was surprised by some, like I thought the, when they would announce stuff, like if they announced Moon Knight or 
Cloak and Dagger as a movie, or even Iron Fist, you know, it's like things that I would expect to make their way to. I have no familiarity at all with the Eternals. I, just, I don't know what that is. I'm sure John knows. I have no idea what the big Shang bad is going to be. Don't know. Why does some have Disney under them and some don't? Because they're Disney on the Disney Plus. service. Those oh, are series. Disney series and not movies. Probably. probably. Yeah. Oh, you know what I saw that I really enjoyed? What's uh, that? I, I finished all of I Am Mother on Netflix. Hell yeah. Really like that. It's Moon 2.0. You think so? Not quite. Oh, that okay. one. Yeah. Okay. What's it called? I am mother. I am mother. The spaceship. Uh, yeah, it's, it's sci-fi. It's got Rose, the robot that raises the kid. Vern. Rose Byrne plays a robot, but it's not really her. It's her voice. It's her voice. Mm. Her voice. Dude, Hillary always. Swank's in it. Oh yeah. Makes a return to the screen. Hillary Swank. Gus. Uh, the the I, robot in that dude, show. I made the mistake of watching Million Dollar Baby on a plane because it was in the classic section. And I was like, okay, I know the beginning, like, watch the stuff with, you know, it's kind of cool the way it starts. I know the guy, what's the name of the guy who plays Falcon in Avengers? I can never remember his Anthony... name. Anthony. Jeremy Renner. No. He's in, uh, he's oh, in Million Dollar Baby. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Yeah, he's the guy who's in uh, Million Dollar Baby. He's like the Falcon guy who beats Hawks. up the, uh, I forget his name too. I already forgot. It's a great story though. Million Dollar Baby? You're telling of those. <laughs> You're telling a Million Dollar Baby. It's then really I, uh, riveting. Then it, makes I, you, I it, makes you, it makes you want to go watch it again. Have you seen it? Yeah, I was so I fast forward to the end, and I was just like, I I don't know why I did that to myself on a plane because I was all just like a fucking mess. Oh, you had bowling? Yeah, I was like, yeah, it's sad. By the way, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a sad, sad movie. It's very dramatic. You don't want to spoil like a ten year old movie? I know, right? Is it ten or is it even like now fifteen? Is it that? Eric, you know all about dates of stuff. When was uh, Million Dollar Baby in theaters? Uh, ten. <laughs> See, right? Two thousand nine. Million dollars. Took me way too long to subtract. 2004, 10. 15 years. I nailed it with the 15. Gus, Eric, can, you want to apologize for Comic Con to me now? No, can I do absolutely a, not. Can I do a baby rant? Just a baby Gus rant? A baby a Gus, Gus rant? A little, like a tiny, tiny rant that's very sure. Gus like. Is it the background? The shitty backgrounds permission. we use at all of our fucking events? Go ahead. All right. So I was watching <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. This is spoilers for Ragnarok and uh, uh, Avengers. Age of Ultron, or whatever the fuck the latest one is. Endgame. So, <laughs> there, there's a point where they find, I, and I tweeted out about this, they find Odin Schilling in Norway, and they say it, you know, Doctor Strange says he's in Norway, so they go and they find him, and he's like, wow, look at this beautiful land, you think he's crazy, and he's like, this, this is amazing, this could be Asgard. And then, like, you know, I, when I was watching that, I was like, oh my god, in Endgame, when they go and they find new Asgard, because the Asgardians have, like, rebuilt Asgard, yeah. that's the spot. And I was like, wow, that's, that's great, they set that up. In Thor Ragnarok, like I didn't remember that until you know yeah. I just just now realized that, and I tweeted out about that, and that's more me not bragging because I'm I can get these details. It's more just me like, wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah, connect this, the dots. This yeah. universe is so rich. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but isn't this cool? Like, what a cool thing. And then I just got fucking shit on. Like, you just now realized that? <laughs> that's in Ireland. It was shot in Ireland, but in the movie they say it's fucking Norway. And I don't give a fuck if if you realized it the first time you saw it. I don't fucking care. No, wow. Good for fucking you. Angry. All right, that's me. Well, it's yeah, I assume it's mainly people who are like constantly watching all the movies. If you just watch them in order, like at the theater when they came out, it's hard to remember shit I, from years ago. So uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I would have been like, oh, that's cool. I just want to say, I think he cares. I think he cares a little bit. <laughs> no, I don't care that they know. Like, I think you do. Great fucking job. But I, don't tell me about it. I, <laughs> I felt like I grew up a comics kid. There was so much stuff in the Marvel Universe I missed the first time through. I don't know how I missed this. I didn't know that Andy Serkis's character is Claw from the comics. Mm. Who's like Dr. Doom's little henchman 
in uh, Secret Wars. And John goes, how did you miss that? I'm like, well, first of all, in the fucking comics, he's red and has a pink face. So that might be one way that I missed it. You know, the fact that it's just a dude missing his arm. But when I went back and saw it a second time, I was like, oh, I, I totally get that now. When they said, when they addressed him directly in the camera, said, Claw. Right. AKA Dr. Doom's hand. Do they ever call him Claw? Claw, I think is what they say. Claw? Claw. Like, yeah. They say his name, his full name, and I don't think everyone refers to him as, specifically as Claw. Because he has an arm for most of the movie he's in. Yeah, and then he, uh, in then Black he Panther, he has a sonic arm. Because he loses it in, is it Age of Ultron? Yeah, yeah. Age of Ultron, Ultron, Ultron chops it off. Like, without, he like, doesn't realize. And he's like, How did he get an arm off in the, in the comics? Uh, I don't know, it's, it's, he's like a, like, like, 50s era villain. And he's like a, a scientist who was driven mad with sonic experiments and things like that. Ulysses Clow. Ulysses Clow, right? K-L-A-U-E. Yeah, yeah, K-L-A-U-E, yeah. And then the, the character's name, the, the hero character is called Claw, or the, the Claw, the villain. So at least that's the way I always read it. But show a picture. You got a picture of this Marvel guy, Claw? <laughs> Go find it. <laughs> Let me do it. Sounds like a noise that you'd make when you punch someone in Clow? the Claw? The Claw? Uh, oh, you're looking for the, the comic version of him? Yeah, the comic version. Not I, We can all see Andy Serkis anytime we want to. I can picture Andy Serkis. But this dude is like... John was like, how did you miss it? Wait till you see what this fucking guy looks like. It's oh, he doesn't look anything like that. <laughs> no, he looks... What? <laughs> he, looks like, he looks like a robot. It's like, yeah. It looks like he works for DirecTV. He looks nothing <laughs> like... <laughs> he looks nothing like Andy Serkis' character. And he even says, well, he has the sonic arm. In the in Black it doesn't Panther, look like that. it doesn't look anything like, it's like it. an arm that opens up. It's not like a yeah. fucking satellite dish. Also, yeah. how does the elastic work on that underwear? So oh. up and down. You can't ask any questions. You got to get some me undies on that guy. That's like one big unitard, I think. I'm not really sure. Whoa, you can't say that anymore. Yeah. So, but that's a Black Panther villain. That's like one of the most well-known Black Panther villains. That and the other dude that uh, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan. And like, what are they? What are they gonna do now? Because you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. I, I was really amazed. I went and saw the new Spider-Man movie, and Mysterio was always like, I would say, what are they going to do? They're going to start using villains like Mysterio? Because <laughs> it was so ridiculous. The way they did it, though, I thought was great. It's pretty tastefully done. Yeah. yeah. Is he kind of a lame character in the comics? No. Oh, in the, in the comics? No, he's just like, you know, there's the era early on when they had villains that just kind of don't hold up over time, like Superman has Bizarro or Mr. Mixelplick that's just like... <laughs> Mr. what now? <laughs> Mr. Mixelplick. He's like a trans-dimensional kind of like little elf. <laughs> and the only way that you can get him, you can defeat him because he has like all these like genie powers essentially, is you get him to say his own name. It's like a Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah, kind of a thing. How so he's he, so his orange monkey eagle is Mr. Mr. Mixelprick. Mr. Mixelprick. He looks go. fucking stupid. Yeah. I, 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 I just looked him up. Yeah. I see or like it. Havoc. You remember the Flintstones? <laughs> you remember the Flintstones when they got like that, that the Great, the great Gazoo? Gazoo? Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. There's Mr. Mixelplink right there. Who's uh, he's like a little gnome with Superman's uh, villain. Uh, like a top hat, a derby on. That's just so that was a Superman enemy? Yeah. A really vicious one, too. Why does Superman just cave his head in? Yeah, because he's got genie powers and like he can do stuff. That was his power? Genie powers? Yeah, like, like he's got magic and he can do stuff. He can make shit happen like that. He appeared in Superman number 30. Man, they were running out of ideas at 30. <laughs> I guess they were like, the dude's invincible. What the fuck do we throw at him? Well, they were probably mining like fairy oh. tales like Rumpelstiltskin. He comes yeah. from the fifth dimension. That makes sense. Yeah, he's transdimensional. The fifth dimension. <laughs> Not the fourth. 
the fifth. The fifth dimension. Uh, here, let me read this thing. Uh, to remind everyone, this episode of the Receive Podcast is also brought to you by Hims. Uh, I get a lot of compliments about how thick my hair is, and I'm pretty lucky, so it's good to know that there's something out there to help guys who are afraid of losing their own hair. Uh, did you know that 66% of men start losing their hair by the age of 35? That's two out of every three men in the world. And the thing is, when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late. It's easier to keep the hair you have than to replace the hair that you've lost. Hims is helping guys out with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. Hims was created by someone who knows some men's health conversations are easier online than in person. No more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. Hims is completely confidential and discreet. You answer a few quick questions, a doctor will review, and if they determine it's right for you, can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Get the hair loss treatment everyone's talking about. Order now. Our viewers and listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last and subject to doctor approval. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 rooster5. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash rooster5. 4 slash rooster5. Thank you, Hims, for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Okay. It's really good. Adrian. You had your 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 baby Gus rant. I want to have my own. No oh, shit. Baby Go. Gus rant. Wait, the you. water thing wasn't the rant. Is it no, about the shitty backdrops we have at events? No. Okay. It's face app. I don't know uh, what about, about it? that. It's like, haven't we already been through this? Like, it's everyone's like, oh look, this is me as an old person. Didn't we go through this two years ago? And it's the exact same cycle. Well, I think it looks good now. Where everyone posted it, and then like two weeks later, they're like, oh, you got to be careful. According to the terms and conditions, the Russians own your images now. And we just did the exact same thing again yeah. with the exact same fucking app. It was. It's like we went back to 2017 for two weeks. Everyone forgot we did it again. It, and then the news articles just come out the exact same way. Well, again. we just we just did it uh, like a few months ago with the people swapping their gender. Right. Right. They went through all the that Snapchat stuff. stuff. Yeah. There's babies before but, that. But, but specifically, we went specifically through FaceApp. Yeah. Like the exact same app, the exact same old filter. So what's the concern? Is that people are giving away their image? The concern is I don't want to see what people look like old again. I right, saw it I know, two years but ago. What's, this, what's the huge security issue They with say it? that uh, I guess the license allows them to use any image you upload. So, like whatever so, so if, someone doesn't, if someone does my image, they have my face even though I didn't do it. Right. Sure, like it it doesn't make sense. Right. Also, like, what are they going to use it for? Like, advertisements? Like, <laughs> if you put yours in, or it's like, this guy takes deep fakes. Yeah. Like, his penis fell off. He takes this medication. Uh. Stealing facial data. But it's like, what? It's my face. Just Sorry, run it. Know. Run it through Google. Like, there's all the faces you need. Right. Like, yeah. people, my face has been done a hundred times. I've never once downloaded the app. I've never used it. It's just people just give it my face. Yeah. Same here. It. Anyway, I'm just we. I don't, I don't understand why we're doing it again. Eric, I'm going to send you something it. that Gus is going to like. It's going to bring him down. What's up with the backgrounds okay. at the live events? Oh, fuck me. All right. So I've been on this rant for internally for a long time. Prepare your rant. You don't, you, we don't even have to. People are listening to this podio. P- podio. This podcast on audio. I can't talk today. Uh, you know, and I, I don't want to put up images of it. Just look up anything like RTX panel, Rooster Teeth panel, like whatever. The, sh- the vinyl. We have, we put up behind us, we put up this always like a backdrop. It's called step and repeat. It's called a step and repeat. You always see them all the time. Like when people go to like a premiere and they're standing in front of the HBO logo mm-hmm. and they have this cool little background or whatever. Ours always look like we took down a college dorm shower curtain <laughs> and hung it up behind our people. And it's just like, I see them all the time. And I'm like, I go, I meet with people. I'm like, 
fix these fucking backdrops. It looks ridiculous. Because it like creased. You got like sheen from the it lights and some of it. It's like a, it's like a, one of those like green sheets that a new Twitch person throws up over their furniture <laughs> in the background. That's what it looks like to me. And I know you guys spent some time on it, Eric. Um, you failed miserably oh. at trying to make it look good for Comic Con. We spent an hour and a half trying an to straighten hour and it, a half right? Trying, trying to clean it. Yeah. First of all, don't make these things fucking glossy. Make yeah. a matte finish. That way they don't reflect every fucking crease who in who the thing. Who prints them? I don't know. But then, you, then you'll say the same if they get stained on them. It's like, let's make them glossy so we can wipe them. We we clearly don't use the same ones again and again. We, uh. These are like single use from what I can tell. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> Did you pack that thing up and bring it back, Eric? I, I actually have it. Do you want it? I would love it. Dude, I want to put you it really? behind me to show okay. you what let, it looks let like. Me, let me grab it. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see how shit it is. I think, <laughs> I think Eric's not going to go and get the step preet. He's just going to oh, get in his car and go home. <laughs> he's just going to oh, leave. Going. He's going to actually go get it. He's Eric, did you, uh, Eric, I sent you that that thing though. Yeah, for... Oh, can you guys play the the clip? The Eric just the, sorry for the audio listeners. This is a image, but you can find this on Data is Beautiful. Do you think Eric somebody went home? through and, and charted in motion graphics ten years of Steam activity? So you guys can play that. It's Stream? fucking amazing. Steam. Oh, like the game per yeah. game. Yeah. <gasps> so this is game activity over the course of ten when years does... on Steam, and you can see as games get games games come out <laughs> that they like suddenly soar up. Oh, don't cut away. Yeah. So uh, right now the lead is Counter Strike in June of 2011. And Source were Team both Fortress. up there. We're like five years from PUBG coming. Elder Scrolls out. came on and then fell off fast. Look at that. Well, oh, it's a single play game. It'll come back. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Dota 2 shows so up. So fluid and fun to watch. Oh my God, Dota's kicking what is ass. The, what is the game you're waiting to show up though on Steam? PUBG. PUBG, PUBG right? Overwatch. <laughs> Wait, no, Overwatch. No, Overwatch is on Steam. So uh, CS:GO was kind of challenging Dota 2 CSGO's for a while. CS:GO's got legs. Oh, FIFA uh, 15 came out. Oh. Look at Sid Meier's Civilization 5 hanging in there, though. GTA Arc. 5. Ark's got a run. Gary's mod, bloody consistent. I'll say Ooh, it. Ooh, Dota almost hit a million. GTA 5 Arma. did shit. Oh, it's coming back. It's... No, it's going down. There's PUBG. There's PUBG. Whoa, whoa. Oh! <laughs> Look at that. And how far do you think it falls? 0.5 million. So we're watching these things. PUBG came oh, on. It completely Fortnite. changed the scale for the rest of it. Fortnite came out. Yeah, but that's the Epic Store. That's different. no, I know, but that's why PUBG went down. But PUBG's still hanging in there. All right, like July there. of 2019, PUBG. There's still a, like with a Dota million active players. I got handed yeah. to Dota. That's crazy. That isn't that a cool graph that's though. That's awesome. That was really cool Have to watch. You, so let me let me read this to you so you guys can look it up. It's from user Sick Graphs on Reddit, and you can get 10 years of Steam activity. So you can just look that up on Reddit. Have you seen the ones with the YouTube subs? Do you help send that uh -uh. up, Eric? Oh, there's no setting it up. Oh, here we go. Oh, look at this thing. It's got like gaffer tape Drew, on it. Drew decided that we're bringing this back. Drew Saplin? Yeah. He was out there. Why did he put gaffer tape on because it? This is going to take an hour. This is going to take an hour and a half uh -huh. to take all this gaffer tape. Get a knife. Let me, let me get a knife. Okay. Go do that. That's not a knife. Don't throw a knife. Don't throw the knife. <laughs> anyway, I thought you would love that, Gus. So we got you got to look at data yeah. there for 30 seconds and that no, would like make that. you happy. Uh, I'm a happy Gus now. Did you see the thing I sent you of the, the plane? Engine oh, somebody's God. filming with yeah. a part like rattling around inside the plane engine. What? Just like, it's like the, the cone from <gasps> the, the cone front. from the front of it. Is it somehow, red hot? Somehow it came like loose. It. Yeah. Fuck. It looks uh it's, it's fine. Oh have they, we? They, they didn't they they just went meh from Austin to Houston. Yeah, yeah they just go meh. I, I was on a plane recently, it was probably the last flight I was on coming back from Paris, and I was just looking out the window, and uh, it was like a pay trip, so it was a business, so I was like sort of spewed out, just zoning out, looking out the window. And I swear, I saw a plane come the other way, way too close. Like, what is the biggest a plane should be through the window? How? Like a dot going by, right, uh, the other way? I was, 
there's some airports where you land in tandem. Because I, I did don't that think when you, I landed in Houston. You can't trail too far behind because you get oh, this jet was like, mm -hmm. This so is like really high. This I like, have landed like next to a plane, and I thought that plane is way too fucking close. How far? It's like that's like if it was like a dude plane, it'd be like that dude is too close. What? How big was the plane? It was an, another full size commercial airline, and I swear it was like ten wing spans away. Like I, I could see I'll the windows. Was it like a, ch a chonky plane? Was it a Chad plane or a Toad plane? <laughs> the, uh, for commercial airliner, separation will usually be three miles laterally. It was not. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly worried. I was like, wow. I think I almost just died. All right, you can, I don't know if you can hear me. Look at this thing. Look at this. That's a good looking step and repeat. That's awesome. Yeah, that looks great. The, the, the print looks fantastic. Yeah, it does. No, that looks it great. It looks really cool, right? Look at all like the chickens. This one's got his mouth open. It's got a bunch of lines over it. It's cool. Did you bring a gaffer? Look, look at that thing. It's just like hold it that, taut. Get rid of that slack. Yeah, there you go. Hold it at such an angle that it doesn't reflect yes. all this like awful. It looks terrible. I'd rather not have it. <laughs> I'd rather not have it. I I challenge you. Hold it up to the air. Put it so it fits across. I the challenge whole thing. anyone to find a photo of us. Doing anything where we have a backdrop behind us and it doesn't look like absolute garbage. And I can't find a photo of anyone else in the entertainment industry who is in front of one of these things and it looks that shit. It yeah, looks great. Look, look, look at the light wow. on it. It looks gobba. Can we turn off the gobo? No one's there. Audio listeners are absolutely hating every single second well, of this. Watch it on the, the website. What do you want? It's a big crinkled fucking shower curtain, is what it looks like. And you can look it up. Look up anything. RTX panel. You guys, I saw you guys. You guys look like for the San Diego Comic Con thing. You look like you were in a closet and with a, with a shower curtain. But hanging let me on ask the you this: we were on a boat. What is your were solution? You? Yeah, that was on a boat. Oh, can we talk about the boat? What do I care? Go for it. So, a great promotion for a video coming out soon. There was a there was a there was a big boat. I don't want to hold this thing. Anymore. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> there was a big boat. It was awesome. Uh, it was like it, it was docked in that marina right behind the convention center. Yeah. It said Warner Media. It had like the Rooster Teeth logo on it. It was fucking cool. It was this huge yacht. Was it crinkled? We weren't on that boat. Okay. <laughs> there was like, if you look at that boat, it's like, wow, that boat's fucking cool. And they're like, no, 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 that's not your boat. You're in the dinghy. You're in the other boat. It's like, and then next to it was like this Arctic research vessel. It's like, well, that's weird. It's like, no, 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 keep going. And then next to that was the Admiral Hornblower, <laughs> which is like this little like, well, it was, it was still a big boat, but it was like this weird like three level barge. So we got on that boat and the whole time we were on that boat, you can like see over at the Warner Media one, like. That boat's really cool. So all the important people and famous people on I the water media. All the press and all like the interviews were happening on the Admiral Hornblower. So that's why we were over there. Which was it was still a great boat. It was an awesome boat. It was free awesome. food and free drinks all day. What but uh, but it was it was just weird to see like the super luxury one right there. It's like that's cool. So what would you make that fixes that problem? You make it a out of fabric, yep. something you can pull tight, yep. and you could even do it out of vinyl if you just didn't do a glossy finish on it. Those things are not supposed to be glossy. Anything that's going to be photographed, especially with a flash, shouldn't be fucking glossy. I think for the next week's podcast, you should have a replacement that you Me? that you made. <laughs> Eric, Eric show, show us how it's done, Bernie. Eric, I got to meet you after this. I need you to order something for me. Oh, so isn't this going to be pizza sphere? What's what's going on? Yeah, I just got back from San Diego yesterday. Can we do, you're, you're you're delaying. Can you're, we do pizza sphere next Monday? Uh, yeah. What's pizza? That sphere? he's got to think of a delay. It's Look, a that's that pause pizza. Hey, speaking of boats, though, is it, you gonna project it? What? Gavin and I have something upcoming. The Discovery Shark Week episode of Immersion yeah. is airing August 3rd 
at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern Pacific, I think, is the way that goes. And then if you live in other time zones, you can calculate from there. But everyone should absolutely program their DVRs right now for the Immersion Shark Week special that will be airing August 3rd at 9 p.m. And we're going to have a special guest on next week. We, we talked about him last week, Luke Tipple, our shark expert. He'll be on to talk about the show. We'll probably keep the uh, the podcast spoiler free, but then we're going <clears> to <throat> be like probably spoiling the episode before it even comes out. Yeah. Some of it in the post show. So you can delay watching that post show if you want to. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're going to have him on. Great, really we, fun we, dude, we really great a guy. a little bit of that at the San Diego Comic-Con panel, a little bit of the Shark Week immersion. Yeah, we did. A little bit. <gasps> Didn't you announce uh, Arizona Circle's release real estate as well? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I want to I bring this up this week because I don't want to bring it up okay. when Luke's here next week. Uh, that the place where we went in the Bahamas where we shot that first thing, we're like off the back of the boat with all of those fucking sharks. Uh, a lady got killed there. A 21-year-old lady got killed in that spot. Three sharks attacked her. Uh, at one time. Not that spot specifically, but like right there in the Bahamas. And supposedly that never happens where what three was sharks it? will was attack. It tiger sharks? Yeah, I think some of them were tiger sharks. So when did that, like did that happen after your thing? That was the big focus right yeah, like like right after our I've had two like things like that recently. There was that where I was convincing Michael and Gavin that at the end of this episode I was gonna put them in the water with sharks without a cage. Uh and then the other one was Jeff was I was doing an event with Jeff in New York. He just told me about this. And I tried to convince him to take the helicopter from JFK in because like three hundred bucks to to fly in. I go, do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. And he's like, I can't. I can't. I'm like, I know it's three hundred bucks, but do it, do it. And he he didn't do it. I came into Newark, so I didn't even I didn't have to like live up to my own bet. I didn't have to spend three hundred bucks, so I just took a cabin as well. The helicopter crashed the uh, the next day. It wasn't the one that Jeff would have been on, but while we were in New York, that that helicopter went into the fucking like Hudson. That service. Yeah, went did into it, the did Hudson. It die? No, I don't think anybody died. I think they all got out okay. Oh, thank God. Helicopter yeah. crashes, those are, you don't, you don't survive those. It's like the only time you ever hear about helicopters when it crashes. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in a helicopter once when I was in Australia, and I think that might be one of the last times. I've never been on one. Safe. I want to be on one. It, like, I felt safe and stuff like that, but like, dude, it just, I don't know, man. Hey, a lot of shit could go wrong in that thing. Coffee Break on the site has a, uh, it's a great name, Coffee Break. Uh, he has a good point. It's Are coffee. You, C-O-U-G-H-Y. They have a good point. That's why it's funny. Guy roll. Coffee. Eric, you're not going to use our guest next week as an excuse not to do the pizza sphere, right? Does Luke, he want pizza sphere? Luke can have pizza sphere. Of course. Okay. Who wouldn't want pizza sphere? What is He'll pizza love sphere? Eric, tell Blaine what's pizza sphere. It's a spherical pizza. Every bite is pizza. You're going to go, oh, it's like a Hot Pocket. No, it's not like a Hot Pocket because if you bite in the middle of the Hot Pocket, there's no pizza at the top, right? Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, whoa, like, crazy. A, yeah. it's like a Death Star of pizza. Everywhere 360 degrees, bro. way better than pizza sphere. Come on. That's pizza. That comes with some gravitas. Then you got to have like a, a cut out little circle filled with marinara sauce. Yeah, <laughs> or giant pepperoni. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Even better. I recommended to people while they were in town for RTX that they go to Home Slice and get the garlic knots there. Mm -hmm. I got many tweets that, confirming that, that I was right. That's no calzone. That those that's are, a pizza sphere. Those are amazing <laughs> garlic knots. <laughs> <laughs> that caught me so off guard. <laughs> I, I just can't what my superpower is. What's I that? Think. I can fall asleep really well. I can wake up. I can set my clock, my internal clock to wake up. I wake up five minutes before my alarm oh. every time. Or I'll wake up and I'll see my alarm like switch over from like 6.59 to 7 and then go off. You yeah. like watching people I, eat? You like eating leftovers? Dude, I really do. I really uh. do. But this goes in line with my, I, I've never had food poisoning. I read an article uh, that was posted on Reddit, and it was, I guess, published by Advil. 
uh, that 5% of the population never has headaches. Mm. Like they go I, their whole life without ever having I one. never have headaches. I, I, until I was like 17, maybe a little bit older when it was legal for me to be drinking, until I was like that age though, I, I didn't know what a headache was. I always heard people talking about them. I was like, so it's like, you feel like you cut your head? Like I couldn't figure it out. It was like a muscle ache in your head. I just didn't know what they were. Man. And uh, yeah, I've I've gotten what I call headaches from drinking, but I just kind of assign that bad feeling of malaise and just call it a headache mm -hmm. when it's really just kind of being hungover. But have I had a migraine. Other than that, I've had an ocular migraine, so, but it, so have I. <laughs> there was no pain associated with it. In fact, it freaked me out because I got that rainbow yeah. shit. But I don't know if that counts as a thing. But I have had an ocular migraine. But I can honestly say in my life, maybe like two or three times over the course of 46 years of being alive, I've had a headache. It's just like I've always thought that was such a weird thing. And then I realized now 5% of people don't have headaches ever. Do you that think, is do you think really good super Do you think Advil's working on a way to give those people headaches? Probably. Like that's that's market growth. There's 5% more we could be <laughs> selling. Dude, I, read, I, I didn't save this one. I totally should have saved it. I read a, a story about that in the 90s, the one of the major tobacco companies tried to convince the Eastern European government to increase consumption of cigarettes because they showed how people died earlier and it would be less of a strain on public services. Oh, yeah. Did you read that? Yeah, I saw that. That's like in the 90s, like after the tobacco companies had been called out on everything, they were still doing shit like that. That's fucking so, so nuts. So like, hey, you want to trim up your population? Yeah. Push cigarettes? Push cigarettes. So like, did they, did anybody blow the whistle on them? Like, They the must government? have, otherwise, how else would that information get out there? Good God. Like somebody, somebody from the tobacco company was like, hey, you know what we did once? <laughs> We're trying to convince this Eastern European government. Was it Croatia? Something? It was, I don't remember which country. I'm sure we can look this article up. so fucked up. It's just pure evil. At what point do you go like, I'm an evil person. I am genuinely evil. In what I'm doing. Like money-based decisions that affect the lives of millions of people. Right, and you could just make, you even like doing a study that, like the sugar industry pays you to do the study and you just say, yeah, sugar's great. It's like doctors in the 50s, like, smoking satisfies your Q-zone, or like whatever <laughs> bullshit, sit, <laughs> bullshit stuff they had to I only smoke Chesterfield. Right, it's got I the wanted, extra filter. I wanted to do, uh, get fact, I wanted to do a thing on tobacco where we had kids, like, I, I just love Clementine, where she's like, whenever she's on, she just makes me laugh my ass off. Mm. And uh, I was going to have Clementine be like, hey, you want this brand of cigarettes? She goes, those are for babies. It's like, well, sure, babies do love these cigarettes. And then have like a baby with a cigarette. But they're also for toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I don't know if we get away with it. We did put a baby Jesus. in a cage, forget facts. Yeah, I was in that one too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got you a lot do of anything. As long as the kid isn't actually harmed. No. Well, the thing is, like, people were like, wow, I'm, I... Because child protective services, blah blah blah. And it's like, no, the kids were having a great time. Becca was like just off frame. Also, you could tell like after the establishing shot of the kid in the cage mm. that like they framed that part of the set out the rest of the yeah. time to like frame out that the kid wasn't in the cage. Yeah. Isn't that when you were dying? Like when you were shooting the kid in the cage bit? Man, I was just shit my guts out, dude. <laughs> I lost so much weight. I looked fucking cut. It was awesome. No, 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 what's wrong with you? Just taking water pills. Yeah, I had a, I had an ocular migraine, which I don't think I've ever had before, in the middle of that, uh, immersion. You did. It was it, the sun? It made one of the tests very difficult. Was it like the reflection of the sun on the water? Or I don't what? know what it was, I just couldn't see the middle of my vision. Yeah. Man, I, it was, it was like a, because you have the bit where your eye connects to the nerve, or whatever. 
there's a big blind spot and your brain just kind of it's where the nerve comes into your retina yeah that's like you can't see it you can't see through that so your your brain just just fills the gap but my brain was doing that to just the middle of my vision so i had to kind of like look around it and if i got the perfect distance away from someone i couldn't see their face i would just see like their hair on their neck and and wherever i look it would like Shift up and down. I'm like, I can't see what you're saying to me right now. Jeez. And then I was trying to <laughs> swim. What you're saying? Well, I couldn't see a mouse, so I was like I'm struggling to like, like being in was, a foreign it country. It was kind of scary. It was kind of scary. Yeah. Would and then s- I was like in the in the ocean. Yeah. And I was like, this does not feel good. I right see now. a fin, but I don't know if the. <laughs> Would you start say- smiling? Or- <laughs> Spoiler. Would you say that that is the most inconveniently timed like? Thing that your body's done to you. Yeah, but I feel like it was somehow caused by the situation. Like it's, it, I wasn't in Stress a regular related? situation, or just like I don't know, being on the water all day, being out in the sun all day. I don't know. Being yeah, they don't really it know what causes them. It wasn't I, a regular day, so in my head, I was like, feel kind of strange. I lost a contact while skydiving once, which was very unfortunate because I had to land. So I was like, Argh. and then uh, <laughs> oh I fortunate because I had to land. Got a, I got a fucking. I didn't have the option. <laughs> I, I got a fucking, uh, uh, you're gonna canker sore. Yeah, got, sure. Got one of those when I was in Japan, and it was just like all this delicious food. And I just, it was like an ulcer? This shitty fucking, yeah, it's just like an open wound in your mouth. No, you know, the, you know what, uh, you know what you use for those? My aunt made me salt. try this. Salt, or, do you remember that, what, tincture methylate? It was, they called it monkey blood. Did you have that when your kid no. get a cut? What? Is that a Superman villain? Had like a little stick, <laughs> had a little stick, and it was just like, I guess it's like iodine is probably what hmm. it is, because it's like, it leaves a stain on your skin too. Sounds like iodine. But uh, yeah, you use that. And it's like fucking hurts like hell, like really, really bad. But then it's done and it's over. It's kind of like the thing of that debate you have when you're a kid. If you could feel all the pain in your life like all at once, would you do it? But then you never feel pain again. Yeah. That's kind of like that. Yeah. So like you like you have to steal yourself. And you go, Tss, and then you're like, ah, you're fine. God, would you do that? I, I would. All the pain in the world for like how long? How long? All the pain in the world? <laughs> I mean, sorry, all the pain in my lifetime. What if it was just all back to back? No way. For like a week? Yeah. No, I would want to die. No. Yeah, it'd be bad. No. Right. You just want to have like the, the intensity you, of it all overlap? You think you'd have like a specific moment and be like, oh my God, what the fuck is that? Like, yeah. you know something's going to happen to you at one point? God, I could not go through the testicular torsion again. Oh. I could not do that. A day and a half devoted to balls. I, like, I had my, like, my leg blown open by some shrapnel here. Got a scar on my knee. I would take that a hundred times. Over that. Turtle, do you know what monkey blood is? Tincture methylate, put on cuts. Yeah. Good. Okay. This is like a. This is like a. This is like a generation portion of the podcast. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I'm not just like. I want to make sure it's an age thing and not just like I was like surrounded by uh, lunatics. Yeah. This stuff. Tincture methylate. Yeah. Okay, you showed it to me. I still don't know what okay. the fuck that is. Tincture. Uh, here, let me let me read this thing over here. Tincture. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the Received Podcast is also brought to you by Squarespace. Creating a website and online store is so much easier now thanks to Squarespace. Squarespace is a platform with everything you need to take control of your online presence and run your own business. Uh, I like Squarespace. They got great templates, nice and clean and intuitive. Uh, plus, they're easy to customize. Best of all, anyone in my family can do it without having to ask me a lot of questions, which is awesome. Uh, Every Squarespace template design supports all major content types, including pages, galleries, blogs, commerce, calendars, and more. With Squarespace, get your message and work out into the world, build your own subscriber base and email lists. The tools to do it are all included and no plugins are needed. Head over to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to go, launch... Uh, when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash roosterteeth to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash roosterteeth for 10% off your first purchase. And we've been asking you to share your Squarespace created websites. And we've gone through and picked some of our favorites. And as a reminder with Squarespace, you too can make sites like this. Be sure to tweet at us 
with hashtag RT Squarespace, and you might get featured on uh, the podcast as well. Uh, so here we go. Who do we got? First up, we have at uh, Shea4523GD. It's a photography website. Uh, next up is at Michael Plain. Michael Plain Looking, Media. Also does photography in addition to like videography as well. And last Freelancer up, based in the heart of Scotland. <laughs> we have at Sarah B124. Or at Sarah by 124. I'm not sure which one it is. So thank you for showing us your sites and thank you for using Squarespace. And thanks to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Did you see... Apparently it contains mercury. Maybe that's why they don't use it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what the sting was. Yeah. Did you, did you see that really stupid video from a couple weeks ago of the people doing, I think it was in Australia, the people doing the gender reveal burnout in their car? <gasps> yeah, they had the tires that were colored. Oh, and it like, caught, it like burnt the car. Yeah, up. then it caught fire and the whole car caught fire. Oh my god, really? They, they took his license away for I think six months. They or did? Mm-hmm. What yeah. for? Because he was driving like an asshole. So like, yeah. So he should, like, posted it? He should have yeah. done it on private property. Was that the issue? Like it was a road? Well, it seemed like it was maybe... Like, surely you could trash your car on your own property. It might have been like a country road. It didn't seem like it was very, uh, it was very busy. Yeah. What do you guys so think about Instagram likes Instagram. going away? I think it's I think a good it's move. Fine. Uh, what's, the, what's the argument for? Yeah. We'll so, see. Instagram likes are... They are going to... Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> you guys are showing this photo of the, or the video of this car. It's a boy. It's a hell it's, boy. <laughs> spoiler, it's a boy. It's pouring out blue smoke and then all of a sudden ignites. <laughs> it's a demon. Like the whole thing goes up. Oh, there they go. They, so they Instagram is testing in several countries. I think this guy would have gotten a lot of likes. U.S. is not yet one of them, where you still get likes and you can see the likes on your photos, but mm -hmm. you can't see the likes on, on other people's photos. So no one will ever know how many likes one of your photos got. Do you think they'll do that with YouTube views? But like, why does that matter? I mean, I'm fine with it. That's cool. It's just because it makes people less concerned about the impact of a video. Yeah, post. the pressure or the pressure of like getting uh, more well, likes. Than I would say, yeah, I don't like it when I post something that's like, oh, that got less likes than the other stuff around it. I I will say, if it's a tweet and it's like, oh man, this is a fucking banger tweet. I love this thing, and it gets like, Pfft. but then you know some dumb shit that you type on the toilet is just like, Pfft. you'll still know that. You'll still know that it got it. less likes. Oh, okay. But other people won't be able to see it. Got it. Yeah, like, you just click on like the I think the way it said was you click on the name of your friends who've liked it, and then it pulls up all of that stuff. So I'm just gonna start putting pictures like, ah, oh, thanks for the million likes on my last Instagram. That's what somebody said. You're gonna see a bunch lying. of the of photos that people put up like that. Like there was a weird thing when they started stories, people would just post photos of text, like that they would just write text and post it up there. It's like that's. I'm glad that we got away from that. I hated those those text based images that people were. Posting. Oh yeah, yeah. There, I, my only argument for against it would be like, let's say some obscure company like Marvel makes a really stupid decision, and they're gonna like, you know, we're recasting uh, Hawkeye or something, and everybody's like doesn't like that. You won't be able to tell that the negative feedback to them is, you know, like you wouldn't be able to gauge that that was a poor decision by a lack of likes by, well, I mean, by like, like a lack of feedback i feel like the the, the, is that bad the comments. Do, the, do the likes really measure anything at all like well yeah, i like worry they, the effect that people have when they think they like something they're making an impact and they're really not you know true also i don't like the pressure especially for young people that they have this feeling of like they i just <laughs> i grew up in a world where i didn't have a number next to my name i think they should do it with follower counts too you know what that that actually supersedes what i just said yeah i, I think that's way more important yeah, it's like it's like I can't fathom what that's like. So, so like, cool. I mean, we had like popularity when I was in school, and like the cheerleaders and the athletes were more popular, but it was this unquantifiable thing. If it was like a thousand, four, you know, it's just like I would. It sucks. To Maybe have to grow it's up different with, that. with a dislike system. Like I feel like 
because YouTube displays dislikes, I feel like people just pile on. If it's like, oh, everyone hates this video, let me log into YouTube and hate it as well. Like the YouTube rewind from last year. They should not have dislikes. Encourage it. I don't think that would have been the most disliked video if there wasn't a visible counter. I feel like people were actually then trying to make it as disliked as possible because you could compare it to the previously most disliked video. But the one exception, there's one exception to that. What? That's the Futurama clip of the people from oh, the neutral planet. It's 50-50? Yeah. It's, they're from the, the neutral planet that says, I have no opinion whatsoever. What is it? Something like that? Yeah. One way or the other. And the likes are like off, I don't know what it would be like today. Like now? Off the charts. Still. Like 200,000 likes, 200,000 dislikes. It's That's always dead awesome. even. And people work to make sure it's even. That's great. That's yeah. so good. Let's see. It is. Where is it? Oh shit, where the fuck is it? There it is. There it is, right there. Has 8.8 million views. It's 458,000 up, 458,000 down. <laughs> that's great. That's great. That, that's like the one so reason funny. why I would want to keep dislikes on YouTube, but that's about it. I would say like when I was in middle school and social media was like really taking off with like MySpace and Zanga. Yeah. It always bothered me. I had my friend Ryan. Ryan was so fucking popular and he had just way more friends and that kind of wore, wore on me. I was just like, man, this fucking sucks. Yeah, it wears on you. It shouldn't, but it's like, I get why it does. Yeah, right? now I'm way more yeah, popular so you than beat Ryan. Him now, though. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off, Ryan. <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> Did you see my Disney princess engagement tweet? Yeah, That went Ryan. off the fucking charts. Yeah, Blaine's probably gone viral. Yeah, you have so you, many number one on Reddit moments. You might have passed Zach Anner at this point. Zach um, Anner's like the guy that I knew that had gone viral the most individual amount of times, but you've had like a bunch of different stuff go viral. I've gotten weird ones too. Like I think I was just on like some Garfield subreddit for the Garfield <laughs> shit. What was it? I'm sorry, John. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like a, 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 a like a th things white people do. There's like an Uber tweet, and then there was another one. I don't know. You date like, by yourself went viral too. That you, and then the the one where I tipped my hat like Milady. It was like uh oh god, what's that? What's that Reddit with uh. Forever know. alone, something something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you should see. You should collect them all. Take a screenshot. Print yeah. them out. Put them above your bed. Is there like, someone that, that keeps track of everything that was number one on Reddit? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in Data's beautiful or something like that. I don't do it. By the way, really misleading name. Data is really beautiful on that subreddit. That be, that was beautiful. What but was a lot that? of times people compile data and they're like, they post it. They're like, oh, this is garbage. It looks terrible. There well, people a, people have that about big subreddits in general. Like pics. The ongoing thing is like. People write a story in the headline. Hey, this is my niece. Yeah. You know, she was diagnosed with cancer. She's been through eight rounds of chemotherapy, you know, and that was 10 years ago. And now here she is graduating high school. And then someone will always like in the top comment be like picture of girl at graduation. That's that's actually yeah. what the picture is, is without the story. They're saying the picture doesn't tell that story or, or also it's like just this, picture this, of girl at graduation. Or this is a stolen photo. You made up the story just to get. That's weird, dude. Yeah. yeah, that's like someone shows up and goes, that's literally a picture of me. And that is not at all the story behind that. That's, there's, <laughs> I would love to like follow up with people. Don't like you want to be viral for something you did or like a joke you made? Just, Why would you just make up? Go, going off this mildly interesting, I was top of that, but it wasn't me. I posted a picture of I'd accidentally zipped my hoodie into my jacket and it fit perfectly. I was like, oh, that's weird. Posted it, and then someone stole that picture and posted it for me, and they're like, oh, isn't, look at this thing that happened to me. And I was like, oh, Barbara had that with, like, a photo box that she took in your old <laughs> office. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what did you say over there? <laughs> yes, that happened. What you happened? took the photo? I, I took a photo initially. Yes. Like, five years before that, and then she took it again. She took a different photo, but the same style of boxes. And hers went viral and hers yours did, didn't. Yes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. How often do you think about it? But that? hers hers gets reposted all the time. I, you know what I've been thinking about doing? Uh, and I've been trying to find a time to do it. Uh, I'm thinking about b really modifying my social media accounts because I'm, I'm 
just increasingly less enthralled with social media in general. Do it. And I've been thinking about making a change. Some point in the future, probably like in the next two weeks, I will take my accounts private. I've been talking to Gavin about this for a long time. Just like, make them private. Like, I have enough people following me. This is enough. You know, I'm not worried about, and when I said to you, Blaine, you said, aren't you worried about growth? I'm like, I'm not at all worried about that. Yeah. You know, for the private things, it's, it's almost like then having like your own kind of like club. And I might open it up again some point in the future. So you got the problem I, is, I, I, I mean, one, do it for six months. I don't ever want people to think it's like in response to something. You know mm. what I mean? Like that, oh, I have to shut it down or anything. So I'm going to say, whatever happens so, between now and two weeks, whatever, however I fuck up. I'm planning to do this in advance. So I see what you're doing. You're just trying to have a drive right now, a big subscriber, yeah. a big follower drive. Then you cut it off. Oh, that, might, that might be a thing that happens. Weeks. Yeah, it's good. Exclusive. Totally happens. I mean, who knows? Who knows? I'm just kind of curious. Are you going to then like approve people? Or it's just completely locked. How does that work? Oh, I don't know. Because there are Instagrams that have like millions of followers, but they you have to request access to them. I hate to do it before the Discovery Show, but at the same time, the interaction that I got from being on the Amazing Race was positive, but then also like. Negative, which I'm used to, but it was negative in a totally new kind of a way. Like, it was, like, beyond anonymous negativity. Like, I don't know how else to put it. It was I, just, like... What do you explain? There was people who were angry who weren't angry about anything specific. They just were just mad. Like, <laughs> um, like they were mad that we were on the Amazing Race when it should be them. Kind mm, of a oh, thing. Oh, cool. Like that... Oh, like, who are these guys? Kind of right. Thing. Why do they get to be on The Amazing Race? Yeah, I, I guess you know. wouldn't get that on a Rooster Teeth piece of content. Right. It was interesting. <laughs> who is this guy? It was interesting. Well, but, uh, to your point, whenever I got those tweets about the fucking Thor thing, they were all people that didn't follow me, so it's like, why do I need this engagement for that is pieces of shit who I don't fucking care I, about? No, that's another thing. There get, are people who, like, the, some of the worst tweets I get, I click on them, and it's like, they don't follow me. It's like, how did you, why did you come here? Right. I get a, I get a lot of those. Yeah. And that's, that's like, something else I've noticed, too. I feel like there'll be nothing from... The discovery thing. I feel like TV that was in terms thing. of swapping to online engagement is absolutely zero. Well, we discovered that when we did the was TRL, TRL and MTV, and I discovered the Amazing Race. My my, my follower count probably went up like two thousand people, which is a lot. But I mean, it's like it was you know I, you think wow I'm on network TV prime time twelve nights you know twelve weeks in a row that that should be a thing. It's like nah, not yeah. really. I, I went on, I did a TV appearance recently, like, what, what do you want to come up on the screen? Like, what's the URL? And I was like, nah, just, <laughs> whatever, just, I just said it, just don't worry about it. <laughs> Google.com. Yeah, I used to, if, I used if someone's really keen to find it, they'll Google it. Don't, you don't need to put anything up on the screen. I remember when I, on, on, a what was Attack of the Show? Uh, Kim Prayer Show. And I went on there, I would think I went on with Kathleen, but Gus and Jeff weren't there. And so they said, well, what do you want your thing to be? I go, can I just type it in? And they go, sure. So just like Bernie Burns, just wrote better than Gus. That's all it was. Like that, I've had tweeted at me more than anything else. Like that survived like ten or twelve years right, at this yeah. point, you know. But they put your little. Think I, about this: how many times you ever seen a Twitter handle on TV and got? Oh, I got to check that out right now. Uh, uh, Unless it's like someone who's like ridiculously gorgeous. I don't think I fall in that category. That I'm not an overlap in that. Almost also, I think <laughs> you can think about your Attack of the Show appearance. It probably predated Twitter's existence. So it's like there will be a point in the future where. People will watch this current footage and be like, oh, that platform doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, probably. But Twitter's been around a long fucking time, dude. I, I've had an account there for 11 years. That's kind of scary to think about having, having it that long. But I, a few, uh, probably a year ago now, I started doing that thing where I would just delete all my tweets that were older than three months. So I never have more than 120 tweets pretty much at any point in time. And I also never have more than nine photos on my Instagram. I just keep them for myself and I post them there and then take them down. And it's like, I'm way happier like that. I'm way just, I just, I, I'm happier without having this like 
wealth of just comments and thoughts I had for the last 11 years of my life just kind of floating around yeah. out there. I think it'd be fun to look at when I'm like 90. You can archive it. I can tell you this. If you go to Twitter right now and you archive your tweets, the interface for searching your tweets in the offline archive is way better than the site. It's way better. It gives you a nice little spreadsheet and everything else. But you can lose the archive. Right. You can lose anything. Yeah, but chances are Twitter won't lose it. Maybe, or they could just go out of business one day, and you don't even know they're going out of business. Yeah, vines. I had some bangers, man. They're all gone now. Did you, did you not get a chance to download them? I, I yeah, but then you might lose it, Gav. I think I'll. Well, obviously <laughs> you can lose it after it's gone down. <laughs> I was watching some of our vines we made back in the day, Gav. I really like those. I, I I think the birthday party for Barbara might be one of my favorite. Which one things. was that? Where we wish her happy birthday, she says it's not my birthday, and then we're just eating her cake. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> eating her cake. I I just remember that I was. Pretty much just corpsing through all of those. Like <laughs> every every bit where you were like making some sort of punchline joke with like bitch in it or like alligator seven is bitch or shut the fuck, you know, I'm just cracking up. We're just laughing on camera. I'm we're, just laughing. We're laughing the whole time. Those were a lot of fun to make, man. I think alligator's heaviest two bitch is is one of my favorite wrist teeth lines of all time. I gotta scoot here, but I do want to call you guys out on something. I sent you guys an invitation to an event. Neither oh, one of you RSVP'd. I meant to do that right now. Well, you meant to do it. It's like in a day. You the event is shit. A day? Oh, is it tomorrow? I'm sorry. Gavin, my bad. Fuck you because you opened not, it. Not I can see when you opened it. Oh, what, when was it? When was this? Last week I sent it. Blaine, thank you for RSVPing. Did I? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, there was one recently where I was the first person also, to it, RSVP. It didn't also say it was from you, by the way. Eric. I want to get I want to I've got a bone to pick with you. You too. Fuck do you, you see, for do you not see responding. Who it came from? Thank you, Blaine, for responding. Eric. Look you're at not, this. You're not Look who it's from. Wait, what's that? Right, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's why I didn't uh, see that's it. That's why I thought it's like, this seems like some kind of phishing attempt. I thought it was spam. But you opened it! Well, I looked at it, I was like, what the fuck is this? Oh, that's what... Well, why did you sign it that way? Because it's two people hosting the event. But that's not a real person. It, it's what It's what I could do. I didn't know it was going to send the email like that. Everyone else got through it fine. Can I come if they don't want to? You know no, what, I'm Eric? Going. I'm RSVP Absolutely now. not. Can Eric be my plus one? <laughs> if you, All right, that's it. If you We're want done. To. Are you gonna RSVP? Yeah. I just Gus ain't going. I even texted you that's about RSVPing. It, yes or no? I already said ah. yes in the text. You know <laughs> I'm gonna be there. I'm, you told me I'm available. All right, we're done. That's a real thing. You're going to the airport. Get out of here. Okay. Bye. Bye, bye. Bye. bye.